live and on tape from the Silicon Valley. This is the Mighty Rip Pod, and I am Dave DeBaugh, and I want to talk sports with you, North America. Coming up on the Mighty Rip Pod today, I will, Dave DeBaugh, make an argument for why LeBron James deserves to win the league's most valuable player award and why Giannis doesn't. Plus, (laughs) we'll slip in a little bit about Russell Westbrook and James Harden. All of that, (laughs) the new dynamic duo in the National Basketball Association. (laughs) All of that and trust me, a whole lot more coming up on the Mighty Rip Pod today. But we begin with the kid that has played in the National Basketball Association for 17 years. The kid who is averaging 25.5 points a game, 7.8 rebounds, and leading the league in assists by well over a single assist at 10.6 assists a game. And yes, I am actually talking about LeBron James. Look, I don't know what happened with LeBron James during the offseason. Maybe it was the day after that whole Taco Tuesday fiasco. Yeah, you know, when Anthony Davis was uh, tortured by LeBron James and his family and had to have Taco Tuesday at his house. And then we heard LeBron with that little wacky Taco Tuesday uh, um, voice that he made. Maybe it was the next morning he woke up. And he said, you know what? I think I'm going to lead the league in assists this year. LeBron has done everything that he can possibly do to help improve the players on his team. He scores when he has to. He actually passes the ball. He's playing the actual point guard position for the Los Angeles Lakers while, while at the same time collecting a ton of rebounds. His mere presence on the basketball court and the statistical difference as to when he's off the court isn't even close. Now, I know what you're saying. You're saying, well, Giannis, Giannis has better stats than LeBron does. Giannis is averaging like 30 points a game. He's doubling the amount of rebounds. So he's got like almost 14 rebounds a game does Giannis have. Plus, he also passes the ball fairly well, and he's got almost six assists a game. Giannis, from a pure statistical standpoint, if if this was Major League Baseball and we were crowning, we were crowning the Major League Baseball batting championship, then Giannis would win the most valuable player. But like in Major League Baseball, that award is purely based on statistics. It is not a most valuable player award. A most valuable player award, and this is for all those other members of the media that get so caught up, you get so caught up on just the stats that you can't see what's actually right in front of you. (laughs) Look, seriously, watch LeBron play for the Lakers this year and tell me he's not the most valuable player in the National Basketball Association. As for Giannis, I'm not saying he's having a bad year. He's having a fantastic year. Basically, any other year, we would be giving the most valuable player award to him, which is why he won it last year. (laughs) 
But this year, when we look at the West versus the East, it's like the NBA versus the old CBA. (laughs) Okay. And for those of you that don't know what the CBA is, it would be like the NBA versus like the G League. The G League is partially really what the East is. (laughs) The Eastern Conference, especially the last 10 teams in the East, literally might not win (laughs) might not win the G League title this year. I'm just saying there's a lot of bad basketball on the East, and Giannis gets to benefit from playing against it, while LeBron does have Anthony Davis. Yes, I understand he has Anthony Davis, and Chris Middleton is who Giannis has, and we know that Anthony Davis is a far superior player to Chris Middleton, but still... The LeBron James and the Lakers are playing much higher caliber talent night in and night out than Giannis is. It's not even close. So when I factor that in, I factor the fact that LeBron is doing all of the things that he needs to do to help his team actually win an NBA title. I think LeBron clearly, hands down, not even close is the league's most valuable player of the year this year. In his 17th year in the National Basketball Association. Now look, I don't know how old you are. (laughs) But if you've been in a job for 17 years, can you honestly tell me that in year 17, you would be having the best performance you've ever had in that gig? Oh, the answer is hell no. <laughs> like by the time you hit year 17 of your career, you're coasting. It's literally a coast job for you at that point. Like you're on a bike going down a hill and you're not pedaling. <laughs> that's, that's where you are. Well, if you're rich, you're on an electric bike going down a hill and you're certainly not pedaling at that point. So I'm just saying LeBron absolutely has done a lot more for the Lakers. He's a lot more integral to the Los Angeles Lakers actually winning an NBA title than Giannis is. Giannis, not far behind. Let's face it. But if Giannis wasn't on the Bucks this year, I still think that they'd be, you know, seven or eight in the playoffs this year in the East. That's how bad the East is. You take Giannis off of it, and they're better than the Orlando Magic. Look, it's not like the Bucks have a bunch of scrubs on that team other than George Hill. <laughs> I've been waiting weeks to get a George Hill rip in. Anyways, um, so look, bottom line is Giannis, a fantastic season. LeBron, a fantastic season. They both had awesome seasons. But if you were to ask me who has had the better year, it is hands down LeBron James. And I am not. I'm not one of these big LeBron James supporters. Like, I don't have a LeBron James jersey in my house. (laughs) And I'm not about to go buy one. If you ask me, you said, DePauw, who was the greatest basketball player you've ever had a chance to see in person play? Who was it? And I would say, hands down, Michael Jordan. And if you asked me that 15 years ago, I would have said, hands down, Michael Jordan. If you asked me that 10 years ago, and I've seen LeBron play, I still would have said Michael Jordan. I saw Kobe play. Uh, Kobe was great. Great basketball player. If you asked me five years ago, who is the best basketball player you've ever seen? 
I'd say Michael Jordan with an asterisk. And the asterisk five years ago would have been for LeBron James because LeBron James does so much for the teams that he plays on. He's not, he's not just all highlight reels that Jordan was. He's a lot more than that. And um, really, over the last five years, I've gained more and more and more respect for LeBron James as he's gotten older. Because not only has he done what TB12 has done, where he's kept his body in shape, he's kept his mind healthy, (laughs) he's done all the things that you need to do to have a great basketball career. Look, you don't get to year 17 of your gig without enjoying it, without wanting to do it well. And that is what's so impressive about LeBron James in year 17. He actually wants to do it well. Look, he's not Vince Carter collecting a paycheck for the Atlanta Hawks. He's not like Vince Carter over his last 10 years, where Vince Carter's goal was to not win a championship It was to actually collect a paycheck playing for bad basketball teams that he could help sort of bring along. How else can you explain where Vince Carter is today with, well, I I don't even want to get into Vince Carter at this point, but great basketball player, but took a different um, strategy around his career. Whereas LeBron has always been about the ring. Always about the ring has LeBron been. (laughs) That's my baby Yoda for you. Um, so I think that when we take a step back and we look at this and the, and people um, start actually really thinking about, you know, who's the greatest basketball player of all time. I still can't get off of Jordan. I, I, I just, I can't get off of Jordan, but LeBron is right there. I mean, he really is. And for the kids that grew up in this era I think most of them would say LeBron. If they don't say Kobe, they're going to say LeBron. It's that simple. And they're certainly not going to say Air Jordan, but they're willing to spend 200 bucks on Michael's tennis shoes for sure. All right. Um, I did want to touch on um, <laughs> the new dynamic duo in your National Basketball Association, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. And before you send me comments about why isn't James, especially the people from Houston, why isn't James Harden listed as a potential most valuable player on on this year? Why are you excluding James Harden from the trophy? Why? Why doesn't James Harden have a chance at winning the most valuable player trophy? I'll I'll give you two reasons. The first is my 14-year-old daughter's her stuffed animals, which she still has in her room, play way better defense than James Harden plays. <laughs> That's the first thing. James Harden hasn't played a lick of defense all year. Like, he could win the Academy Award for pretending like he's playing defense, but I, but he doesn't really play defense. That's one thing. The second thing is, as good as he is at getting other players involved, because he's not a ball hog, as you might think. He's got, he's, um, he's got what, like six, seven assists a, a game. So he does a good job passing the ball. But he's not passing the ball at the level that LeBron is playing. And I know in the Most Valuable Player Award, we don't really talk defense much. But defense matters. And so do rebounds. 
So that's why James Harden's not in the running this year. As for uh, Russell Westbrook and James Harden playing together, I was so excited when this deal went down because it was like, it's not like I'm anti-CP3, but I love Russell Westbrook's game. I've loved Russell Westbrook's game since the first time I saw him play. I thought, this guy is exciting to watch. Uh, he does um, he does so much. He plays with such heart. He plays with such high energy. And he's just a flat-out winner. He just is a winner. Who else could have won as much as he did in Oklahoma City <laughs> than Russell Westbrook? So watching Russell Westbrook, especially as we got about 50 games into the season, and you could just see Russell Westbrook and James Harden really working well together. They look like, and it's hard to get a read on James Harden. It is hard to get a read on James Harden. <laughs> his James Wilder, I'm sorry, his, his Devontae Adams, his Devontae Wilder, his Devontae Wilder mask is his actual beard, which prevents him from showing any real emotion. You can't you can't really get a strong read on Harden. And we've talked about him whining about Rachel Nichols and all that on a different podcast. But you really can't get a, a good read on him. But he is, um, from all uh, reports, him and Russell Westbrook are getting along and are actually really enjoying playing together, which was something that had been speculated that he wasn't having that same kind of level of success with the C, the P, and the three. (laughs) So watching these two guys play basketball at the same time on the court is absolutely old NBC coverage of must-see TV. It is must-see TV. It is the, (laughs) it's like there's a new show coming to NBC this fall on must-see Wednesdays. It's the Russell Westbrook, James Harden, starring in West Harden. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be called West Harden. And West Harden is a virtual reality basketball show <laughs> that HBO was upset that they lost out on the bidding rights to. Look, I'm just saying, absolutely so much fun to watch those two guys play ball together. Clearly, they're not going to win the NBA title this year because they're anti-height on that team. And rebounds do matter in the National Basketball Association, especially during the playoffs. All right. Um, thanks so much for tuning in to the Big Mighty Rip Pod. Uh, the uh, uh, You should check out our, our big website at mighty.rip. And, and I said this on the last podcast. That's an actual URL. <laughs> you type in mighty and then you put a dot in and then you go with the rip and you end up at uh, at, our, at our big website. Uh, basically fresh sports content on a daily basis at this point. So do check it out when you have a chance. We are also available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and um, uh, uh, Google Play, uh, Apple, and all the other places that you can absolutely see things. Hey, one last thing I wanted to mention. Um, LeBron James versus Zion Part 2 <laughs> um, happened on Sunday. And I watched the whole thing. And God, I am so impressed by Zion. I just, 
I just really, we're going to do a podcast, hopefully later this week or next week, just on Zion. But I am so impressed by the kid. But as impressed as I was by him, I was equally as impressed by the 17-year-old veteran in the National Basketball Association, LeBron James, who put up 34 points, 12 boards, and 13 assists in the game. Like in the first match up against <laughs> against them, and he did this without Anthony Davis, by the way, he was sending a second statement to, <laughs> to Zion that I am LeBron James, I am still king of the hill, kid, and you have a little ways to go. That being said, man, was Zion impressive last night. It's not going to be long before Zion's atop of the hill in the National Basketball Association. For the (laughs) mighty rip, I am Dave DeBaugh reminding you that sometimes players, coaches, and front office folks make absolutely horrifically bad decisions. And it's our job as fans to set them straight.